Alleluia, Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed, alleluia. Welcome to Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Chicago for our celebration of the resurrection of our Lord. In these strange times, this verse from Psalm 30 seems apt. Weeping may spend the night, but joy comes in the morning. We welcome you, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever your religious or spiritual background, even if you are ambivalent about faith or organized religion, whatever or whomever you are holding in your heart this day, whatever the color of your skin, your ethnic background, whoever you love or marry, whether single or partnered, whatever your gender identity or sexual orientation, however you vote or the lens by which you see the world, everyone is welcome. But everyone, all churches put that on their sign, all welcome. At Holy Trinity, we seek to take this a step further our mission is to stand against all that separates us from God and neighbor 
In the Bible, it is called sin. So we stand against all forms of hate and prejudice, seeking to embody the welcome that Jesus lived and embodied in his life. Therefore, we stand against racism, sexism, heterosexism, xenophobia, classism, and all the ways all of us fail to live as God's people in the world. Though during these past weeks, it has been meaningful to have our director of music, David Brackley, lead hymns from the piano and organ in his home and hear other cantors in their homes. It was hard for David and our whole staff to imagine Easter morning that way. We treasure brass, organ, and choir this day more than any. So the music for today's service will feature recordings from Easter Day liturgies in the past couple years with a congregation of over 200 singing with full heart and voice. The readings, sermons, and prayers will be led from homes throughout Chicago. If you are new to Zoom, Zoom church as I call it, notice the mute button in the bottom left-hand corner. Please keep that button muted except the few times that we will unmute it together. And then note the gallery view in the top right-hand corner. Let us go there now to greet one another and to scroll through the various screens. Greetings from all over the country and the world. This is the risen body of Christ in the world. Now please return to the speaker's view. Watching a service online isn't the same thing as participating in a church, but please do your best to sing, maybe even stand and sit, make the cross on your body as you are comfortable and as fully as you can participate this day. Following the open, opening hymn, Jesus Christ is risen today, we will all unmute for the greeting Christ is risen, Christ is risen indeed, alleluia. It'll be a bit of a cacophony, but we will celebrate with joy hearing all of your voices. And then right after that, we'll mute again for the prayer. Now let us pause, take a deep breath. And if it works for you to stand for the processional hymn.
Alleluia. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia. Christ is risen indeed. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. 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 Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those hallelujahs have been waiting all season to burst forth with great joy. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And, and also with you. Some people didn't mute.
Let us pray. What a waste of six dollars. God of mercy, we no longer look for Jesus among the dead, for he is alive and has become the Lord of life. Increase in our minds and hearts the risen life we share with Christ and help us to grow as your people for the fullness of eternal life with you. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Jeremiah. At that time, says the Lord, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus says the Lord, the people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness. When Israel sought for rest, the Lord appeared to them from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. Again, I will build you and you shall be built, O virgin Israel. Again, you shall take your tambourines and go forth in the dance of the merrymakers. Again, you shall plant vineyards on the mountains of Samaria. The planters shall plant and shall enjoy the fruit, for there shall be a day when sentinels will call in the hill country of Ephraim. Come, let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God.
reading from Acts. Peter began to speak to the people. I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the message he sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is the Lord of all. That message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John announced, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses to all that he did, both in Judea and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree, but God raised him on the third day and allowed him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who were chosen by God as witnesses and who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one ordained by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him, that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. Word of God, word of life. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. After the Sabbath, after the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, 
for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. The appearance of the angel was like lightning and its clothing white as snow. For fear of the angel, the guards shook and became as if dead. But the angel said to the women, do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here for he has been raised as he said, come see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has been raised from the dead and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So the women left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said greetings and they came to him, took hold of his feet and worshiped him. Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, for they will see me there. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Okay, so... This was so fun during the Easter Vigil last night and even during the beginning of our service this morning that I want to try it again because Michelle has gotten to have all the fun so far, so I want some for myself. So I want to hear you during this opening call and response, so I'm going to invite you again to unmute yourself. So go ahead and do that. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Risen indeed, hallelujah. sermon to-do list here. Number one, I had open with Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Check. I have number two here to say it a second Peter, time. Can you turn it up a little bit? Check. I have number three here. Say it a third time. Check, check, and check. With that, it looks like I am off to a good start with my sermon to-do list. And I have that with me because this is my first ever 
Easter Sunday sermon. And I want to make sure I get it right. I want to make sure that I dot all my I's and cross all my T's. And while I'm definitely excited and definitely a bit nervous as well to be preaching my first ever Easter Sunday sermon, I do have to admit it's surreal to be preaching it from here, sitting alone in my guest bedroom of our apartment. And I'm preaching to you through the camera on my computer. Never in a million years would I have predicted that this would be the way that I preach my first Easter Sunday sermon, but here we are. And I guess I could say this, that it's definitely a sermon that I will never forget preaching. Wow, what strange times we find ourselves in these days. Our churches this morning on Easter Sunday are as empty as the tomb of Jesus. And while we'd normally find ourselves together, in those light-filled sanctuaries, dressed in our Easter Sunday's best, we're instead today tuned in from afar, safely, in our light-filled apartments and homes and other dwelling places. Some of us may be even still dressed in our PJs. And I'm not sure if you're joining our Easter service live stream this morning because you found it or because it found you by way of invitation or social media or even our e-news. But no matter what way you find yourself here, and no matter what state of mind you find yourself in, or even what state of dress you find yourself here today, I want to say that you are so, so welcome in this virtual sacred space. And especially on this Easter Sunday morning, the morning we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, I want you to know that you didn't just find yourself on our live stream today, but you have been found this Easter Sunday by God's divine love. On this morning of all mornings, after the lentiest Lent that ever Lented, we can pause and we can rest in that divine love that has sought us out and found us in Christ's resurrection. And being found, this is one of the major themes in this morning's story. If we look back at the gospel story we just heard from Matthew, it's not actually about what Mary Magdalene and the other Mary find when they arrive at the empty tomb. But on this Easter morning, it's about them being found by a divine love in the form of the resurrected Jesus who meets them as they are running to tell the other disciples about the empty tomb. And it's at this part in the story that I think we just have to laugh a little bit. Jesus, after being crucified and died and buried, he just shows up. And the first words that he shares with the women is, greetings. Like, what? These women are feeling a mixture of fear and joy, and they are running with such vigor to share this miraculous news of the empty tomb with their friends. They're probably all out of breath, and their hearts are pounding from all of the excitement and running. And all of a sudden, here's Jesus, meeting them in that moment with a casual but exuberant greetings. I don't know. I just can't help but chuckle at that a bit. But I think Jesus' friendly greeting, it speaks to something deep. Because when we, like Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, are 
running ragged, disoriented by all that we expected to find but didn't. It's in those moments where we are running and out of nowhere, God's divine love just shows up and finds us. Sometimes even with a simple, friendly greeting. There are even moments like this where we might not recognize God's divine love when it appears because it comes to us and greets us like it never left. In those moments when we are found by God's divine love, don't be surprised if it just shows up and says to you informally, but excitedly, hey, what's up? Greetings. Dear people, this Easter morning is a time for us to be reminded that we too have been found by God's divine love. Wherever you are watching from, no matter the last time was that you left your house, no matter the last time was that you put on real pants, God's divine love has found you just where you are just as you are. During this season of Lent, we read a book with our friends from Holy Family Lutheran Church called One Coin Found. And this is a memoir by a queer pastor named Emmy Kegler. And in her memoir, Reverend Emmy talks about how God's love found her. And she relates to the parable of the lost coin this image of God as a woman who is belly down on the ground, desperately searching under each chair and rug, inspecting each crack of the floorboards. It's not an image of God that we will likely hear in any of our Easter hymns this morning where we sing of God as a triumphant, victorious king. But both in the resurrection and in the image of the desperate searching woman. God is showing us that there is no limit to the places or lengths that God will go to, to find us and to save us. Especially in this time of pandemic, when it feels like we've lost so much, or maybe even we ourselves feel lost. Reverend Emmy in her memoir reminds us that God's divine love never stops looking for us. She says this, We have been, and are, and will be found in such a myriad of ways. But always, 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 love is seeking us. She then ends her book with these words and with this challenge. Dare to be found. Dare to be found. That's an important aspect of our good news this Easter. Because like the Marys who went to the tomb this morning, they weren't hiding out. They dared to be found. And as a result, they were found. And then they became the first messengers of the good news that we are all found by God's divine love, which rose from the dead and is alive in the world still today. God's divine love is desperately seeking us out. And we can experience that love fully when we dare to be found. 
but that's definitely easier said than done. The temptation for us is to go back into hiding, especially once the social distancing guidelines someday soften like the ground in springtime, it still might feel safer to just stay isolated, to hide ourselves from a world that might judge us, to hide ourselves from the pain of others, to hide ourselves from the potential hurt that we risk experiencing if we dare to be found. But dear people, Christ rose from the dead to liberate us from our captivity, to bring us into the fullness of God's family, and to be found by God's divine love over and over and over again. The Marys have shown us this morning what it looks like to dare to be found, and they were found, because the first thing that the risen Jesus does is to go and find others to invite into this life of divine love, a life of love that death cannot destroy. This morning is your reminder that you have already been found by God's divine love, but it's also your invitation to live into God's Easter liberation and to dare to be found again and again by God's divine love. So before I finish this sermon, let me just quickly check my sermon to-do list and make sure I've got everything checked off. And it looks like I only had one more box to check, and that is to preach good news. And I'm just going to go ahead and check that one. Because I know I've said it already, but I'll say it again. The good news this Easter is that we can stop striving to find God's love for us because God's divine love has already found us. It's a divine love that Reverend Emmy says stretches to the margins because it's invitational, it's merciful, it heals us, it comes close to us, it's expansive, and it's unconditional, but yet has expectations of us. That's the divine love that finds us this morning. There are no margins to the there are no margins of our ex existence that God's divine love has not gone to already, not even death. So no matter where you have been, no matter where you are sheltering in place this day, no matter where life takes you in the days after this pandemic has passed, know that you have been found. You are found. And you will be found by God's divine love over and over. Daring to be found by that divine love just means living as though you already are. Alleluia. Amen.
together with the whole church, let us confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. I invite you at this time to go up into gallery view again so that we can see each other and unmute yourself so that we can share the peace with one another. Peace of Christ be with you always. Peace of Christ be with you. Peace be with you. Peace everyone. Peace. Peace, Julie. Peace Happy Easter. Oh. Do the non uh, the light non live ones toward the end of the how, how, how Zoom does this. Let us now um, remute ourselves, so to speak. What a fascinating way to join worship this morning. And if you joined our service late, Welcome from Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Chicago. In these strange and extraordinary times, our worship plans have evolved and, cha and changed by the day and week, and we adapted to evolving restrictions. Our profound thanks today goes out to Beau Surratt, normally called our Administrator for Worship, Communication, and Community. Yet he is now director for worship media, director for worship media, coordinating our online presence, attending to details while we are live, preparing video and audio materials. If you're not on gallery view, would you go back to gallery view and we are going to put our hands together in a silent clapping ovation for Bo. Deep thanks also goes to our entire staff, to Pastor Michelle Sevig, Pastor Ben Adams for their leadership and moving sermons the past month. Our first online service was on March 15th when I was watching from Denver, Colorado on that day. And also to David Brackley for his music ministry, both live 
and from previous years today. And finally, to Paul Strom, our building and finance administrator who lives near the church and is there each day attending to our building while we are away. I would like to let you know that Holy Trinity has moved to Zoom Church and our meetings, our council meetings, classes, confirmation, staff, and more is held through Zoom now. One thing I wanna to mention to you is that we have a forum each Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock. Some of you may be free now in ways that you weren't before, but we will also be having a forum following our Sunday worship starting next Sunday. And next Wednesday and Sunday, we will be having a special forum led by one of our seminarians, uh, Merlissa Herlichka. Uh, both of our seminarians at HT Lakeview have projects and Melissa's will be exploring um, this theme. In this time of social distancing and working from home, our temptation may be to try to be productive and tackle all the projects we have been putting off. But maybe what our spirits need is more rest and less work. Join Melissa for a time of exploring rest in the Bible and guided meditation. All you need is yourself and a comfortable place to rest. You'll note that um, we will be having the, a link later on our website and in Facebook. Finally, thanks to you, the Holy Trinity community, for your continued support and generosity. As you can tell today, Holy Trinity remains open. In mission and ministry, we are here for you. We are here for each other. We are church in new ways. There would normally be an offering at this time in church, but we thank you for your online gifts. And here are some ways that you can give during these times to our regular operating budget at givinghtchicago.org. Contributions may be made through Venmo and also alerting you to the Elvina Moan Social Justice Fund that provides support for persons with special financial needs and will be an important resource during these days. You can make a note that you'd like your gift to go to that fund online. Following the liturgy today, there will be a virtual coffee hour, which has been quite fun in the past. Right after the final hymn, though, we're going to pause for a few moments just to give our eyes a break from the screen, to stand up, to stretch, to get a cup of coffee. We all need screen breaks now and then. And then following that break for a couple minutes, those of you who would like to stay, we'll have some greetings and let people who are out of state and out of the country say hello. And then those who want to stay a little bit longer, there will be a chance that Zoom can break us randomly into groups and uh, groups of six or eight or 10, and you may have a chance to just talk to you and meet someone new. Again, greetings and a very blessed Easter to you. Dear members of God's family, on this Easter day, marked by both sorrow and joy, our prayers for the church, the world, and all in need include both heartfelt lament 
and fervent praise. The response to each prayer of mercy will be, your mercy endures forever. And the response to each acclamation of praise will be, Alleluia, thanks be to God. God, our sanctuary, we lament that we cannot gather today for public worship, that death stalks the church, and that our sorrows and fears blunt our songs of Alleluia. Show the church your mercy. Your mercy endures forever. And yet around the globe, we praise you for the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the grave, for our baptismal washing in his life, for your presence come to us in the word, and for the hope the gospel brings. We praise you for the church. Alleluia. Thanks be to God. God, our creator, we lament that our lifestyles have harmed your creation and that our efforts to repair your earth are now postponed. Show the earth your mercy. Your mercy endures forever. And yet we praise you for the beauty of the natural world, for springtime flowers and budding trees, for the soil and rain that nourish the crops. We praise you for the earth. Alleluia, thanks be to God. God, our governor, we lament that war and violence still rage, that countless people suffer injustice, that the plight of refugees seems beyond solution, that appropriate governmental action is delayed and inadequate. Show the world your mercy. Your mercy endures forever. And yet we praise you that there is peace on our streets, that some elected officials and many aid agencies are devoting themselves to the people and to share our food and that we are given connection to friends and family through technology. We praise you for community. Alleluia, thanks be to God. God, our physician, we lament all who suffer, those we name here before you. but especially we lament the coronavirus and its incalculable suffering, the many thousands sick, the fear instilled, the loss of employment, the cancellation of plans, the overflow in hospitals, the scarcity of supplies, the exhaustion of medical staff. Show all the needy your mercy. Your mercy endures forever. And yet we praise you for health and well-being wherever it thrives, for the dedication of medical workers, for the goodwill of volunteers, for the generosity of benefactors, and for the comfort we receive from the power of resurrection. 
We praise you for healing. Alleluia. Thanks be to God. God, our everlasting arms, mother us in our heartache and distress. Receive now our personal laments and help each of us to praise your name. We praise you for hearing our prayers. Alleluia. Thanks be to God. God, our life eternal, we lament the thousands dead and the sadness of all who mourn. And we remember before you all who have died in the faith. Show to all humanity your mercy. Your mercy endures forever. And yet here we join in our alleluias, and we praise you on this Easter day for your promise of an endless banquet of joyous life in your presence, when disease and sorrow will be no more. In life and death, we praise you. Alleluia. Thanks be to God. God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who are source of life, word of salvation, and power of mercy. Into your hands we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your compassionate might, for the sake of him who lived and died and rose for us, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Praise and thanks to you, holy God, for by your word you made all things. You spoke light into darkness, called forth beauty from chaos, and brought life into being. For your word of life, O oh God, we give you thanks and praise. By your word you called your people, Israel, to tell of your wonderful gifts, freedom from captivity, water on the desert journey, pathway home from exile, wisdom for life with you. For your word of life, O God, we give you thanks and praise. Through Jesus, your word made flesh, you speak to us and call us to witness forgiveness through the cross, life to those entombed by death, the way of your self-giving love. For your word of life, O God, we give you thanks and praise. Send your spirit of truth, O God. Rekindle your gifts within us. Renew our faith. Increase our hope and deepen our love for the sake of a world in need. Faithful to your word, O God, draw near to all who call on you. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory forever. Amen. Baptized into Christ's death and resurrection, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, 
hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. May the Almighty who shaped the earth and kindled the lights of heaven renew you in the image of God. Amen. May Christ who shattered the chains of death lead you forward in freedom. Amen. May the Spirit who breathes forth resurrection power fill your hearts with boundless joy. Amen. May God bless you now and forever in the name of the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen.
Alleluia. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. Go in peace and share the good news. Thanks be to God.